Welcome to the Inspire Careers Spotlight Series, presenting informational, educational, and entertaining interviews and insights about today's leading career management topics. Your host is Kathy Lanzalaco, CEO of Inspire Careers. Kathy is a member of the Forbes Coaches Council and an award-winning resume writer. Inspire Careers provides career marketing support to executives and professionals and is home to the Inspire Careers Student Professional Launch Program the only new college graduate success program in the country. Follow Kathy on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for new career-related content shared daily and visit inspirecareers.com to learn more about Kathy and her unique career path from registered nurse to HR leader to entrepreneur, business owner, and podcast host. The podcast you are about to listen to can also be found as a video podcast on the Inspire Careers YouTube channel. Enjoy. Kathy Lanzalaco here from Inspire Careers with another episode of Inspire Careers Spotlight on Recruiting. A video podcast series soon to turn into an audio podcast series as well. That's the first time I've said that out loud. Um, But where I talk to area recruiters and I pull the curtain back a little bit, trying to help give insights to job seekers on how best to interact with third-party recruiters, kind of what's it all about, What do you need to do to try to position yourself well for better job opportunities in that hidden job market? And so I'm so excited um, today to bring you my guest, Dominic Rosales. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning, Kathy. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, Dominic is the accounting finance recruiter at FTS, Fast Tracking Solutions, and he has previous history at working with Robert Half when he was out in the Seattle area. So he's got deep expertise in recruiting, but he has a really interesting background as well. So why don't we start out there, Dominic? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes of what we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. Um, So I do have a very interesting background. um, It really is quite eclectic, I will say. Um, So I started out my professional career um, in the Army as a military police officer, um, where, you know, I was there for about nine and a half years. Um, And towards the end of my enlistment, my primary responsibilities were in training and operations management. Um, And so then after after departing, once my contract ended and I exited the military and entered the corporate world, I ended up working in operations still um, for a financial service company, uh, Mass Mutual, pretty popular out there, um, where I was responsible for, you know, accounting um, processes, processing new business um, and ensuring that we remained in compliance. It is a very heavily, it's a heavily regulated industry for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I worked directly with the head of the agency, uh, which, you know, really allowed me to learn, um, you know, the ins and outs of the business. Um, She was was truly a great mentor. Um, And we ended up going through a merger and an acquisition um, that ended up eliminating both of our uh, positions. Um, However, she fortunately... she did uh, receive the opportunity to open a new firm in Seattle through a different agency. And um, 
I, she had reached out to me one day and she's like, hey, Dom, I have this great opportunity for you. It's totally different than anything you've ever done. Um, just wanted to run it by you. Um, and that's essentially how I got into recruiting. <laughs> um, so I was able to partner with her to help, um, you know, really grow the business um, in the Seattle market. Um, and, um, you know, of course, she felt that I had learned the industry well enough to assist her in, in you know, the, that growth um, and getting people ramped up and, and, and going. Um, and it was, it was a great run. Um, I learned a lot from her. I learned a lot about myself and my resilience that I never knew I had <laughs> from becoming a recruiter. Um, and then, you know, I decided to kind of branch out. And that's where I joined the agency side of recruiting um, with Robert Half, you know, where I specialized in um, in accounting and um, they truly provided me with the fundamentals to really you know get going and and build my brand and um you know and make it to where i am today um which is fts um and how i got at fts i had planned a trip across the country from seattle to buffalo new york um, you know just to be closer to family and whatnot but um um, prior to my move, I was contacted by somebody here at FTS, and it was great. They were so helpful in my transition. Um, you know, it was it was it's such a it's a, such a wonderful environment where I feel I can take everything that I learned from, and they give me the freedom and the autonomy to really, um, you know, just get my name out there and 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 hit the ground running. So it's been really great. Um, and then here at FTS, you know, what we really focused on is, um, you know, permanent and temporary, um, which consists of contract, contract to hire, um, interim placements and consulting placements within um, accounting, finance, technology, and construction. Oh, all right. All right. Excellent. You know, well, before we get into it, let me first say thank you for your service on behalf of everyone watching this. Thank you. My pleasure. Um, and, you know, I'll tell you what, when I talk to recruiters and I, I love have people having interesting backgrounds like this, I think you bring so much with you to that experience, having experience out in the world, being able to talk to the professionals and the and intelligently to the clients that you're serving, to be able to match make for them, that past experience had to have served you well. Absolutely. It's great. I, I would almost say my specialty lies in helping people transition and, and really um, find ways to showcase how transferable their skills really are because, um, you know, especially in these markets and in finance, right, where, mm -hmm. you know, we can often, you know, the higher you go, the more siloed you become. Right. So assisting right, people right, right. in you know, making that transition and, you know, really be, be able to, to, to speak to their experience and um, help them to better articulate how it can transfer industry to industry to really open more doors for them. You know, the, the recurring theme I hear when I interview recruiters is how much you really want to help make that perfect match between your client, which is the employer and the job seeker, but the help, the partnership. That's what I continue to hear, that partnership to be able to help them express best what their value is to make sure that there's great alignment between them and the client, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and of course, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to add to that and through, um, you know, obviously through conversation um, and taking a truly consultative approach, you're able to really come to those terms together. A lot of times, you know, we go to work, we're on autopilot, um, you know, we just do. And so it's almost hard to think about, um, you know, everything that we're doing, we do on a day to day and what we're capable of and, 
just really how expansive our knowledge base really is. So helping people to understand that um, and, and take that running. I love that. We're going to quote you on that because I absolutely love that. Um, and I and you tell me what you're seeing out there, but I know what I'm seeing in the people that I work with, the job seekers that come to me, whether they be passive or active job seekers, people are looking for more. They want different ways of expressing their talents, their gifts, their experience. Um, oftentimes, it may be into a completely different industry. And a lot of times then that takes preparation. It's not anything you can do overnight, but for people where that, that shift is less dramatic, they still want to do something different. Maybe it is different client-facing type of work, different industry, but are, are you seeing a lot of those people that are coming to you now that are just exploring and just want to see what's available? Absolutely. Um, I think part of, you know, 2020 and everything, and now 2021, we're almost two years into it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people had the opportunity to really evaluate, you know, what's important to them, you know, what they love about their career, what they don't love about their career, and really just how they can, um, you know, really, I guess, almost reset and find passion in, in their work again. And I think that's lovely. Yeah. I think it's exciting. And I think the time has come. And, you know, there's a lot of smack being talked about recruiters online, being talked about employers. My experience overwhelmingly has been that the recruiters are trying to do the very best they can under very difficult circumstances that I think a lot of people fail to recognize. And I also think for the most part, employers are trying to do the right thing by their people. Um, are there toxic environments? Sure, are there bad places? Absolutely. But overwhelmingly, I think everybody's trying to do the right thing. I just think a lot has happened over the past year and a half, two years. And everybody's still just trying to keep up and they're trying to, you know, assess that ever-changing landscape about what they're doing and just trying to make sure that they're doing the right thing, certainly by their stockholders, by their, you know, the, the people that are um, looking for the return on their dollars, but as well as the people that they depend on and that I know the employers really cherish too, don't you think? Absolutely. Um, and to add to that, it's, it really is... Um, you know, the, the market right now is unlike anything we've ever seen before. So um, I think it's, I guess it's up to really all of us to just be patient with each other. We're all learning, we're all growing, we're all, you know, figuring it out together. Um, but, you know, we'll get through it. <laughs> I think that's great advice. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about fast tracking solutions. So I know that you're based here in the Buffalo area, but do you fill positions just in the Buffalo area, all over the country? Tell us a little bit about the scope of that. Um, yeah, that's a great question. So we're, we're based out of Rochester is our home office. Um, we operate in Buffalo, Syracuse, Albany, as well as the Southern tier. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So we have a pretty large footprint. <laughs> oh, excellent. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, let me ask you this, because I know you are new to the Buffalo area. How are you finding it? How are you liking it? I know the snow I'm hasn't good. come yet, but what, do you, what are your first impressions? Um, I love it so far. Um, everybody here in, you know, up, upstate western central New York is just so friendly um, and um, open. It really truly is like the city of good neighbors. Um, and then I, you know, kind of dabbling in the food scene, getting to know people, getting out, networking, um, just my favorite thing to do. Um, and so far, it's been, it's been wonderful. It's such a, it's been such a great transition and a great experience I've had 
having such a great time. And it's beautiful here. The weather has been so kind to me. You remember that when we talk in January. Yes, we'll revisit that. <laughs> remember you said that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so as you are, as you're settling in and as you're, you know, working with your clients in all these different areas here, can you talk to us a little bit about some of the positions that you currently have available or ones that you continually have available? So if people are listening to this and they are thinking about maybe reaching out to you, what kind of positions are you sourcing for right now? Uh, great question. So obviously my personal area of emphasis is in finance and accounting, um, and that's extremely broad. Um, so our current search uh, ranges from, you know, administrative assistant, you know, because they do touch some some light accounting um, all the way up to CFO and everything in between. Um, we also, as I mentioned, have a pretty large footprint serving Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany and the Southern Tier. Um, and then with with each area having their own primary set of, of local industries, um, we kind of we tend to adapt to our clients needs needs. Um, so for me, I'm always looking to network with, you know, just talented professionals, um, and, and I, I thoroughly enjoy learning about people and their specific goals, both personal and professional. Um, it's, um, it's so much fun to me, just getting, just getting to know people. I, I am, I, I would describe myself as somewhat of an introvert, but I get really excited when I don't have to be. So, <laughs> so having these conversations and and just really building, fostering these relationships is so important to me. But, um, um, you know, some of the ongoing roles, as I mentioned, so primarily, um, you know, accounts payable, receivables, staff accountants, senior accountant, accounting managers, controllers, um, we're always looking for people in those realms, um, you know, whether it's a lateral move or even just take a step up. Um, but, um, and of course, analysts, analysts, analysts every day. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, good. Good. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Um, also, we focus on, um, you know, we have a technology team, um, which is also very broad. And then we also work with um, in the construction industry, which I think that I'm pretty, that is nationwide. That yeah, part. it is. And I would not have expected that unless you told me that. I am. So that's good. That's very good to know, because I know that there are people um, out there watching that, that that have access in there, too. So that's very interesting. Let me ask you this, Dominic. It's a question that I ask all the recruiters I talk to, um, and I'm always so fascinated and appreciated by appreciate the answers. So what if you had to give one overarching piece of advice to job seekers that are reaching out to you, what would that piece of advice be? Like, what would your recommendation be for how they can improve their interactions with you and set themselves up for success with your clients, the employers? Well, as that's a great question, Kathy. Um, you know, with any relationship, um, communication is key. Um, so, understanding um, your experience and being able to speak to it is really important. Um, you know, also having at least a general idea of what taking the next step in your career truly means to you um, is so beneficial. Um, it's, it makes it easier to partner with. It also helps to really laser focus at, on, on your own search, um, you know, as you're putting in your own efforts, because, you know, when you have a target, a targeted goal is just so much easier to achieve and then plan and, um, and execute accordingly. Yeah. I, you know, the, what I, what I hear in man, and I've heard it before too, is that while you certainly um, are giving advice to people, you are developing that relationship. 
people do have to establish clarity. I mean, they can't come to you and for career exploration, they have to really have an idea of what they want and to be able to effectively communicate it so that you can advocate for their candidacy with the potential employer, right? Absolutely. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, so clarity, and I always say this too, clarity, in my opinion, is the number one uh, job search element that you have to create, right? And certainly as I create resumes for people, build out their LinkedIn profiles, do all of these things and help coach them on ways to market themselves, clarity in what you want to do and in speaking about your value is number one. And that's most important to help recruiters help you. Absolutely. I'm talking about resumes. Um, what are you seeing in terms of resumes that you would like to see differently? Um, I've started, I used to ask that question is the greatest resume mistake, but now I'm going to kind of change in that because I don't want it to, um, you know, don't want to shame anybody. But if you, as you're looking at resumes, um, what would you like to see more of that would help you be a better matchmaker between the job seeker and the employer? That's a great question. I would say um, formatting is pretty big. Um, we oftentimes, you know, we can, well, all, all the time, really, we consult with um, our res our client, our candidates, I'm sorry, um, and work with them on the resume prior to getting them in front of um, our clients. So having a, a, a chronological format that really speaks to your experience and really highlights um, your skills and your achievements and your accomplishments. Um, really writing it in a way that um, is not just a list of duties, um, but, you know, really, um, I don't know how else to describe it, but just like really highlight your overall abilities and, and really showcase your talent. Um, that, um, that is huge. Um, another thing we come across, I would say, is um, that I think could definitely use improvement is you know, having skills and experience um, listed on your resume that doesn't necessarily line up with the title. Um, that's really important. And that can be a huge deterrent um, when you're applying to positions and, you know, you have this title that oftentimes is given to you by your employer, um, especially in small businesses, you know, a bookkeeper can be called a finance manager or, you know, there's so many different titles that these smaller companies will just provide to you for the sake of, you know, for nothing more than just you're doing it all by yourself, so you deserve it um, in their eyes. Um, however, when you're going on to take that next step in your career, it kind of, it seems almost, um, you know, hiring managers can look at it as like, well, either you're overqualified or by just the title alone, or as they dig into the, the details of um, your duties, they can see like, well, that doesn't really line up. And they might even assume that you're fluffing. Um, and it's definitely not the case most of the time. Um, People are being honest and that's their experience and that's the title that was given to them. They just don't know any better. So we're really focused on educating candidates and really working with them. Um, so what I hear again in there is about clarity, establishing clarity, meaning what I tell my clients all the time is you don't have to include every single job you've ever had. If it does not align with the job that you're currently looking for, if it doesn't somehow have a correlation and that doesn't need transferable skills. I mean, you know, if you have transferable skills from another job, that is critically important. But back to establishing clarity, also personal branding. 
being able to tell that story cohesively, but why is Sue different than Joe, different than Malcolm, different than anybody? Um, that is so important, I think, today too. What makes your value proposition different than somebody else's? Because ultimately, people hire people, and that's what they're looking for, those differentiations, why somebody is going to make a better fit in that organization, right? Exactly. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Uh, let's talk a minute about LinkedIn. Um, mm -hmm. Can you just try, you know, I, I work with clients again to optimize their LinkedIn profiles, get them where they need to be. My thought is that as people are actively looking for jobs, LinkedIn should be bringing those jobs in for you. So I just want to talk a little bit about your experience. You're on LinkedIn looking for candidates passively as well, correct? That's correct. Mm -hmm. And so what do you look for in a um, LinkedIn profile that helps you be drawn into a candidate story that might influence you to reach out to them? That's a really good question. Well, with um, with our searches, you know, our relationship and understanding of our partner's needs, you know, it really shapes our efforts, um, regardless of what platform we use. Um, and so it's really all about searching for um, relatable experience, um, you know, from degree to industry to everything in between. We tailor our searches um, specifically to like what our client is looking for. So um, providing as much detail as possible on your LinkedIn profile is really helpful. Um, I know. I'm guilty as well, where it just says my job and where I'm at. But, um, <laughs> um, but of course, you know, you know, adding, you know, also putting a, a headline or a summary of, you know, what it is that you're looking for. Highlight some of your skills. Um, what what is your specialty? Um, so many different things that you can put in there, but just detail is so important. And, and I, I guess we go back to clarity is really, you know. Um, being you know open and transparent this is what i'm this is what i want this is this is what i'm looking for and this is a conversation that i'm open to entertaining um that makes it so much easier to be found and noticed and um and also keeping it updated of course and engaging as well you know the more you there's algorithms in linkedin for sure so the more you engage the more you pop up um yeah, yeah. good advice and i i do believe that um, being able to have your profile fully optimized is one of the best things you can do. And the time to do that is before you're looking for a job, right? So that yes, recruiters that are searching on there may come to you with an opportunity um, that you weren't, you weren't planning on, but isn't that a beautiful situation um, when the recruiter is reaching out to somebody that might be a good candidate and they're willing to have that conversation. Um, I also hear from recruiters and I'm just going to shout this out here for anybody that is contacted by recruiters on LinkedIn. If you are not interested, tell them no thank you, right? I mean, we always hear about recruiters ghosting people and you know, I don't know that that's true from what my experience has been. But having said that, the pendulum swings both ways and job seekers, if you're being reached out to by a recruiter, just let them know they're not interested and then they'll move on to someone else, right? That's such a great point, yes. Because um, um, to be honest, I mean, a lot of times we are looking for you know that purple unicorn and that... <laughs> That person's not necessarily on, you know, actively searching, you know, the reason that recruiters may be reaching out to you is because you have these really amazing skills that, um, you know, that, 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 that companies are, are really looking for, um, you're really high in demand. So, um, and oftentimes, you know, you may not be interested in what the recruiter has to offer you, but, um, you know, it's really great to, you know, definitely 
keep the door open, um, start that relationship, have an open line of communication because as we experienced quite, quite recently, we just don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Um, so it's better to, you know, be proactive and that instead of reactive. Um, I would say recruiters are a lot like attorneys. Um, it's good to, you know, know one when you don't need one than to need one when you don't know one. <laughs> oh, I love that. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I, and you do mention, I think as we're coming out of the pandemic at this point and things have kind of settled into this new normal, it may be in some cases easy to forget about how quickly things changed last year and yeah. things could change quickly at any time. So always to be prepared, um, having your tools updated, being ready, being ready to have conversations, um, you know, to, but if, certainly if you're not interested, say, no, I'm passing, but you never know where our next great opportunity is going to come from. Keep your options open. Exactly. So as we are tying this up today, Dominic, if anybody wants to get in touch with you to talk about um, potentially moving their career forward, they want maybe to talk about a position that you have available, what is the best way to reach you? Um, I'm, as you mentioned earlier, I'm always active on LinkedIn. I, I live, sleep, and breathe LinkedIn. Um, but also, can you email me directly um, at dominic um, at fasttrackingsolutions.com. Um, you can also contact my company um, directly at let's go at fasttrackingsolutions.com, our website. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with the handle at FTS. All right, we'll drop all of that in the comment section as well so that you don't have to write that down, folks, if you're moving around. Um, we'll put that in there. And I also invite everybody that as you're listening to this, if you have any questions, if you happen to have the availability of a question, write it in the comment section. Dominic will answer it. I'll answer it. Um, but certainly you're welcome to just reach out and talk to him privately about any opportunities. Thank you, Dominic, for joining me today on Inspired Career Spotlight on Recruiting. I appreciate um, your thoughts about the Buffalo area. I appreciate your insights and some of the great things that you've had to say about the way that candidates can interact with recruiters. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate it so much. Uh, thank you, Kathy. I'm so, I'm so grateful that you, you know, invited me here and, um, you know, really excited about partnering with you in the future as well. Wonderful. All right, folks, you've heard it here. Dominic is open to conversations. Get those LinkedIn profiles updated. We're heading into a very busy time of the year. I mean, people think that over the holidays, people aren't hiring, but I'll tell you that they are. And for people that think they're not, it just allows people that are in the job market to have that much better opportunity. So go ahead and get your stuff updated um, and certainly reach out to us if you need help with that. All right, thank you, Dominic, for everything today. I greatly appreciate it. And in the meantime, folks, Everyone live inspired.